Dada, what does make people happy? That's a good question. Hi, this is Leonard Neiman, and this is Understand Life. And with me today, I have two guests. Malachi. And? Alyssa. He's actually our dad. Last week, what were we talking about, Malachi? Do you remember? We were talking about that people want to be happy in life. People want to be happy in life, yep. And do most people understand life? No. Do people understand how to be happy? No. No. Generally, they were not very good at it. No. I didn't hear that last week. Yeah, you weren't here last week, were you? No. <laughs> so we're going to get you She's up to speed here. a little bit. <laughs> she was new. This is her first time. Yeah, this is your first week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just like we'll get everybody up to speed that didn't listen to last week's episode. If you did listen and you don't want to recap, then please skip forward about six minutes. So what we talked about last week was what this podcast, Understand Life, is based on, which is a story about John Lennon. Do you remember the story, Malachi? Well, yes, I do. Go ahead. Why don't you tell it? There was this boy. What's his name? John Lennon. John Lennon. Well, the teacher of John Lennon had some, like, homework. So he went home and did it. And what it said was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, happy. Yep. And then what happened? Well, he turned it in. Mm -hmm. The teacher said, that's not like an actual answer. You don't understand the assignment. That's what she said. Yeah, you don't understand the assignment and you have to do it over again. But everybody wants to be happy in life, right? His response was, I think you don't understand life. And that's where the name of the podcast comes from. Understand life comes from that quote. Sure, we'll bring it up again at some point. That sounds like a fun story. So we're going to be talking about life and understanding life and especially understanding how to be happy. Happy. Being happy is awesome. Being happy is awesome. I want to be happy. Do you want to be happy? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's be happy. Boom. All right. We done? Because we want to be happy. Are we happy? No. Yes. No? It doesn't work that way? No. Why not? It does work that way? No. Yeah, it it doesn't. Yes, it does. Okay, one I'm at a time. Happy, Why happy, do you say that it does work happy, that way? Yeah. Because um, if you think you're happy, you are happy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's sort of true. Why is that? Because that's just how your brain works. Because happiness is all in your head, right? Yeah. Yeah, to some extent it is. That's true. But do our brains all work sort of kind of the same? Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Not exactly. We're all different, right? Yeah. Yes. We're going to talk about that in a future episode, actually. But there's a lot of things that are normal for humans. We all work sort of, kind of the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, kind of. Exactly. So why did you say that the answer was no? Well, usually I'm happy when I, like, get something done that I want to get done or do something that I have wanted to get done or like if I'm doing ice skating then I get up to another level I get proud of myself and I'm happy with myself high five
Awesome. Yeah. It feels great when you achieve something, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Research would agree with you that that does make you happy. But the problem is that once you achieve something, then it makes you happy just for a short amount of time. And then that wears off. And then to be happy from achievement, you have to achieve something else. Does that make sense? Yeah. What else makes you happy? Um, cats. Cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she's a cat lover. Okay, what else makes you happy? Being around family. Being around family. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week, didn't we, Malachi? Do you Uh remember that from then? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Where's the paper? Okay, here we go. Is this the paper you were talking about, Malachi? Yes. So, this is kind of what we were talking about last week. If, like, your family goes on a trip... Then your financial bar goes down, but maybe your family bar goes up because you're spending time with family on the trip. That's right. And so this is one way that people try to communicate what's important in life. We talked about how when you take any action, that action affects all seven of these areas, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And those areas, again, um, do you want to read them? Social, financial, spiritual... Career, health, family, and mental. Every time we make a choice. And how many times do we make a choice in a day? More than a million. Yeah, more than you could count, definitely, really? right? Really? Yeah. Right? That's a lot. Did you t- make a choice <clears throat> this morning to clean up the house? Yeah. Some choices yeah. are not conscious even, right? When I asked you to clean up your room, what did you do? Did you just, did you smile at me and say, yay, I want to clean my room? No, I went up. <laughs> Oh, please don't make me. Yeah, and were you consciously thinking, oh, I should complain? Is that what you were thinking? Yes. Sure. Really? I don't think it was conscious. (laughs) (laughs) No, she just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, she just didn't want to do it, right? So your brain was making a decision automatically to complain about it. That makes sense? Yeah. And when you complained about it, then that affected all of these bars. You complained to me, your family member, and I might feel sorry for you, or I might be annoyed with you, right? And so depending on which of those I am, might change what happens on the family bar. Also, you complaining changes your mental bar. It makes you less happy. There's actually a lot of information about if you tell yourself happy thoughts, it will make you happier. And if you tell yourself negative thoughts, like, this is horrible. It makes you feel worse, right? Oh, so sometimes when kids have play dates, their mental bar goes up because they're spending time with friends. Yeah, that's actually the social bar, right? Oh, so social, social. Oh. is the bar that has to do with spending time with other people that are your friends, that you like to be around. We talked about that, right? So the mental bar is a difficult one. It's kind of like your mental capability, Right? Mm-hmm. So you're learning to do things better, then that bar goes up. And when you're happy about how your brain is working, then that bar goes up. And that's kind of oh. it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's kind of actually what this podcast is kind of all about, is the fact that a lot of people aren't so sure they know how to get that mental bar to go up. Really? Right. Well, if I told you I wanted your mental health to be better, go work on that. What are you going to do? Stare at you and be like, um, what? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But what you could do is listen to this podcast. So that's pretty much a recap of what we talked about last week, right? Yeah. Okay. We talked about this and all the different bars. Okay. I wanted to bring up another way of looking at what we need as people and what makes us happy. 
Have you guys ever heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs? No, definitely not. I'm going to show you on the computer. I pulled this up in Wikipedia. For those of you following along at home, you can also look up on Wikipedia Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Maslow is spelled M-A-S-L-O-W. Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Or you can look on our website, which is leonardneiman.com slash podcast slash two, because this is episode number two. And there will be a link to the Wikipedia page along with a picture pulled from Wikipedia showing Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Maslow was around a while ago. It's not that long. 1954 is when his theory was published in Motivation and Personality. He wrote a book. Just one question, but who's Maslow? Oh, so Maslow was a psychologist. Um, do you know what that means? Um, no, but I don't. Okay, do you know what ologist it. means in general? Ologist. Ologist. Um, they're, they're like a scientist? Pretty close. Of? Yeah, there's someone that studies something, right? Yeah. So he's is it a, like ology? Yeah, kinda? like ology is the study of it. Yeah. And ologist is the person who does the studying. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So he studies psi. Do you know what that is? Science. No, P-S-Y. Psy. No. Okay. Do you remember Psyduck, the Pokemon? Psyduck! Psyduck! Yes. <laughs> oh, there he is over there! <laughs> okay, do you remember a Psyduck? Yeah. Do you remember what his power was? Psyduck! No. It was psychic. Have you heard the term psychic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Psy, which is the same root that psychic comes from, has to do with the brain. So psy means brain. So psychology would be what? Brainology. So the studying your brain? Yep, of? exactly. The study of the brain. And especially how it works. Does that make sense? So yeah. Maslow was a psychologist and he studied the brain and how it worked. And then he, based on his research on how brains worked, was able to come up with this hierarchy. Now, there's been some criticism of it. We're not going to get into that too much today. But most people in psychology still believe that this is a pretty accurate representation of how our brain and needs in our brain works. Mm -hmm. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's usually depicted as a pyramid. And the reason is because each set of needs is kind of built on the previous ones. So the idea is, if things are really, really bad in your life, if you're just dropped in the middle of the jungle... What? Right? I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, you don't really want to do that, right? But if you were dropped out of a plane in the middle of the jungle, what needs do you have to take care of first? Food, food. shelter, and clothes. Yep, food, shelter, um, clothing. Actually, first you have to take care of a safe landing. Well, that's true, right? <laughs> those are all correct. And do you know what those all are? Needs. Physiological needs. Your uh, body needs... Busy? Yeah, physiological is a word that means that has to do with your physical body. All of the things you mentioned are all that. Like uh, physical, like your, your body needs to be healthy, right? And it yeah. needs to be healthy from eating good food having clean water, having shelter. Those having are all... Having a safe landing. Having a safe landing. <laughs> Actually, that safe landing could be in the second level of needs, which is safety. So we'll get to that in just a second. Physiological needs, breathing, right? That's also yeah, important. Yeah, you need to breathe. Right? We didn't cover that, but that is important. Food, water, breathe. sleep. Yeah. And then yes. clothing need... and shelter. Yeah, you need... Well, you kind of need sleep, but you need energy. You need energy, right? Yeah, sleep, food, and water are all included in giving you energy, right? 
There'll probably be some, like, pineapples in the rainforest. Yeah, possibly there's going to be some pineapple. <laughs> that's the first level of need. And if you're dropped into a jungle, that's the thing you're going to worry about first, right? And yeah. that's the thing that even if you're not dropped in a jungle, that's the thing you kind of first need to take care of is how am I going to get fed? How am I going to have water? Right? How am I going to have a place to stay tonight? Sometimes people, even here in America, get kicked out of their house for what? some reason. Why? What? Usually they don't have enough money to pay oh. for the house, right? Because oh. houses cost money. Oh, I thought like someone just kicked them in the butt and they... <laughs> no, <laughs> not literally kicked out of their... Like, <laughs> like kicked out as in they are told they had to leave because they oh. didn't pay for some bill at the house, right? Either rent or mortgage or taxes. Some reason they get kicked oh. out of their house, right? That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And nobody wants to go through that because does. losing shelter is what? I'm losing one of your physical Phys needs. Physiological. Physiological need. Yeah, exactly. So it's the lowest order need. So when that's removed from you, it's the only thing you're really thinking about, right? Is, oh gosh, how do I get someplace to stay tonight? Where am I going to live? Right? That's the number one only thing that's probably on your mind, right? Probably. Probably. Okay. And that's what Maslow's hierarchy says, is if you're on the bottom layer, the only thing you're thinking about is stuff on the bottom layer. But once you have all those kind of figured out, do you guys know you're going to have food today? Yeah. Um, you might not know what you're eating, but you're pretty sure you'll be able to eat something. Yeah. Unless I, like, banned myself from eating food today. Yeah. So that's your choice, right? Yeah. It's my choice. Like we said, we make lots of choices today. You make lots of choices, and your choice could be to not eat, right? And in America, a lot of times we have so much food, people do choose to not eat things, right? Why? Um, like they'll go on a diet, or they'll uh, fast for reasons, or whatever. Not, uh, because we have right. so much food, people in America generally are not worried about food that much. Because there's a lot of ways that people can get free food if needed, and water. In America, do we have, generally speaking, access to clean water, drinking water? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Since we have all the lakes and rivers mm -hmm. and... Yeah, though that's not clean drinking water. Yeah. What's the easiest way to get drinking water from um, a drinking... Fountain! Yeah, are there or a bunch sink. of... Or sink. But are there a bunch of free drinking fountains just out in the world? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. just go into a school and be like... <sighs> or Not everyone's allowed to go into schools. But stores or parks, are there usually drinking oh, fountains yeah, there? Definitely parks. Um, I don't see as many as in stores. Maybe you're not looking. So most stores oh. have a drinking fountain near their bathroom. Not all, but oh. but most. Most big enough ones that are big enough to have a bathroom. Oh yeah. Sometimes at Meyer I see. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even if you have absolutely no money in America, you can find a place to get clean drinking water. Right? Oh. And it's not as easy to get free food, but it is possible. There's ways to get free food in America. So most people are not really that worried about food. But shelter, like we talked about, sometimes people get kicked out of their house. Housing costs a lot of money. It does. Yeah. yeah. Houses are like a million dollars. Some houses are. Our house is not. Um, but <laughs> some houses like are a, a million dollars. <laughs> like mansions. Well, it depends what part of the country you're in. In some places like, say, San Francisco, our house would probably be more than a million dollars. Why? Because it's all about location. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, in this part of the country, our house is nowhere near a million dollars. Back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What's the bottom layer? Physiological. Can you say it better? Physiological. 
Okay. Huh. Once a person has all their physiological needs taken care of, they're really not worried about it, then the next set of needs that they need is they need to feel safe. So... Like in a shelter. If you have, like, a shelter and you can just, like, lock the doors and then you'll be safe. Possibly, right? But what if you think that someone might break down the door? Would you feel safe? Well, then maybe you should build a wall. Maybe. Yeah, like a brick wall, and like right in front of the door. But when you try and go out of the door, you're like, oh, no, the wall is blocking it. Okay. Have you guys ever done anything because you were afraid? No. Yes. Okay. What have you done? Do you mind I've run. You've run? And I've called to you to kill the spider. (laughs) Because you were afraid of the spider? Yeah. Okay. So that's a great example. You are afraid of the spider. And uh-huh. so safety, when he's talking about safety here and Maslow's needs, it really has to do with fear. What does it say right here? Personal security, mm-hmm. financial security, health and well-being, safety needs against accidents, illness, and their adverse impacts. Mm-hmm. So when you said when the guy's jumping out of the plane... He Mm needs to worry about landing correctly. What kind of need is that probably really? Safety. Safety, yes. Against accidents, illnesses, and their adverse impacts. Yes, that's exactly right. So it was really a safety need. But it was a safety need that was at a very specific time, right? Like right at that moment, he really needed to care about his safety. Is that right? Yeah. And so because it was so acute, it was an acute safety need. And so he focused on that. You were thinking over his physiological needs. Yes. What does acute mean? Oh, acute means immediate. Oh. So. (laughs) (laughs) What? I thought you meant an angle. Yeah. There's also the term an acute angle, right? An acute circumstance is something that happens in a very small period of time. It comes to a point. There's a point in time when that thing is important and it's happening. So it's an acute instance. Actually, it's probably important when he's on the plane, he's probably getting ready to... He should be thinking about it then? Yeah. That's a great point. Should we be planning ahead in general for all of our needs? Yeah. Yeah, we should. Does everybody do that always? No. (laughs) No. I know I don't sometimes. Okay. The first two levels are physiological and safety. Okay. Now, in America... Some people probably don't feel safe, right? All the time. Yeah. So there's definitely people that fall into this bucket. But a large percentage of the population generally feels like their physiological and safety needs are pretty much taken care of. Does that make sense? Are you yeah. Are you going around, are you afraid all the time? No, um, sometimes. No, I, I didn't say are you afraid sometimes. I said are you afraid all the time. No. That is healthy for you to be farther up on the pyramid. The farther up on the pyramid you are, the happier you are, and the healthier your brain is. Yes. What if you're higher on the pyramid, but you don't have some of the lower ones done? It's a great question. So Maslow's theory was that any time that you had a lower need that you did not have taken care of, then you would fall back to only caring about that need and not worrying about your higher ones until you felt like your lower one was taken care of. Now, let's be clear about felt like it was taken care of because if you're hungry, Mm -hmm. can you stop thinking about yourself being hungry and focus on something else for a little bit? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
Most people can, right? The reason is because they know when it comes time, they'll be able to have food. They're not actually worried, concerned that they're not going to be able to eat. So they're feeling hungry, but they believe that their hunger will get taken care of. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. When someone believes their need will be taken care of, then they can focus on other things. But if they really don't think it's going to be taken care of, Maslow's theory was that they had to focus on that need and they would stop focusing on the higher level pyramid needs. Now, there's another figure that has been made by somebody. It's on Wikipedia again, for those of you following along. The idea here is that they all kind of overlap, right? Uh So at any given point, you might be caring about more than just one type of need is the point of this diagram. So if you're way down on this end, you're going to be caring about your physiological needs the most, but then also your safety needs a little bit, which is what we were talking about, right? Physiological and safety. As you move forward, you care less about your physiological needs because they're taken care of. And so then you start worrying more about your safety needs. But once you get to that point, according to this diagram, assuming this is correct, you actually start worrying about the next level and the next level of needs. You know what that is? No. Right here. Love And we are going to pick up next week talking about the next highest layers of Maslow's hierarchy, including love and belonging. Thanks for listening. We've already had people ask what they can do to help us. Right now, the number one thing we need is listeners. So that means having you continue to listen, which I hope you just want to do because you liked it. And telling others about the podcast. That is what we want most of all. But if you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome. You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. For those of you who hadn't heard of Patreon, it's a website that helps us as creators to engage with our supporters and receive your financial support. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash all one word, understand life. Thank you so much for your support. Also, if you're telling people about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can have them go to our website, which is leonardneeman.com slash podcast. That's L-E-O-N-A-R-D-N-I-E-M-A-N dot com slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Anyone can listen to the episodes there, and we'll let you know other ways to listen, too. Bye, everyone! Bye, everybody! Thanks, and I hope you tune in next time to... Understand.